You're listening to The Inevitable Radio Show. I'm Bill Sumner. I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Ron Spallone. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Mr. Sumner. How are you today? Dandy. In the arena of new things that if somebody really wanted to wire themselves to win at their health and their diet, what would you suggest they ponder? Well, I'm going to try to play off of the concepts that you're, that you're teaching. And I think maybe one of the best tips that I could give is to understand a concept that's not widely talked about uh, that I term physical morality. You know, we all understand morals and values of truth and honor and, um, you know, things like that of a, of a moral fabric. But there, there is such thing as a physical morality, meaning the things you put in your body, the way you treat your body, uh, the time you devote to your physical body, is extremely important and that should be looked at from a moralistic standpoint when when you're unaware and you you put things down your body such as chemicals and preservatives i just wrote a article uh last night for national magazine on msg when you when you put stuff like that in, into your body you're literally committing crimes against your body and you're setting yourself up for failure uh, especially in something as important as trying to acquire the inevitable you in terms of what your body frame is, what your body appearance is, what you know, what that perfect version of your of your physical body is. And so many people put out effort and they unknowingly sabotage themselves by not really having that stance of, you know what, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna treat my body like a garbage dump. I'm gonna do the things that it requires uh, in order to make myself, you know, all that uh, you know God has meant this body to be. And if they remove the junk from their diet and they want to be honorable with their body, what would you suggest? Here's something that uh, that I've been studying for about a year, and um, not many people have been studying it too much, too much longer. It's a, it's a new science. The key to truly um, balancing your weight lies within what uh, what's inherent and in innate within your body. Your weight is actually a self-regulating system. It's set up that way. You know, we're not meant to be overweight. There are certain genes that you may get to be overweight, but those genes are all influenced by your environment. You're not just destined. You're not a victim of heredity. And uh, we have a lot of information. I've actually put a ton of research and money into a new product that that helps people balance hormones. Uh, It's at gogetthin.com. If you click on the blog, you can read a lot of tips and information on the things you should do for your body, and there's um, there's cleansing products there. There's a new state-of-the-art product that helps people balance hormones because that's really the nemesis when it comes to acquiring your, your inevitable you in terms of your physical frame. And could you give us a little bit of information on the leptin in this new product, what it does, why it's new, what's successful about it? Well, uh, it, it stems from the, the new discovery about uh, just about 10 years ago that our fat cells and your fat in general is actually now classified as a gland. It's an organ. You know, we look at it as something that's, uh, you know, atrocious, and we, it's, our, it's our enemy. We don't want it, but it produces fat hormones. And as you become more overweight, those hormones go to your brain, and they will tell your brain, uh, you know, hey, we need to shed some weight here. But the more and more and more we become overweight, your brain becomes, it will not hear those messages. And when it doesn't hear the messages, it becomes resistant to it, then your body cannot fulfill that 
uh, self-regulating weight prophecy that's supposed to happen on a on a day-to-day basis. So well, this is an all-natural plant-based product that helps leptin, the hormone, the master hormone that regulates your weight, get to the brain and actually do its job. And once it does, all the trials and tribulations that people normally go through of having to struggle with diet, those barriers sort of get let down and the body naturally uh, is able to burn fat. And where would they go uh, get this and find more out about it? They would go to gogetthin.com, gogetthin.com. Hey, Ron, I always appreciate talking to you. Uh, Likewise, and uh, really appreciate your mission. Thanks, Bill. All right. Have a great day, Ron. Bye-bye. That was Dr. Ron Spallone, an incredible chiropractor, healer, alternative health and wellness specialist. Uh, I think the absolute world of Ron and his, his work that he's doing, he's been... I've known Ron, gosh, probably three or four years now. Uh, I think he's really on to something. I've committed to him that I'm going to start his program, so uh, you'll be hearing in a couple of weeks uh, on my success level and, and how that I'm doing. So we're in the ballpark today. We are in the game. We are talking today about the inevitable you, how you are wired to win. Can you find new tools like this for you health? You can have an incredible, incredible life awaits you when you wire yourself to win. You're listening to the Inevitable Radio Show. I'm William Sumner. One of the things I did often growing up, and this was long before... The old expression that's been floating around, uh, you know, what would Jesus do? I always had this, what would my hero do right now in this circumstance? Whether it's a uh, challenge at school, whether it is a, uh, a challenge with a friend, whether it was a challenge in dating, I'd always think, okay, so there's a hero of mine out there on the planet. Superman, superwoman, they're, they're, they're a superstar. What would they do? What would they think? What would they feel? How would they get out of this jam? And I'd always picture that. If your hero dropped into your life today, went on a sales call with you tomorrow, talked to your teenage child, faced your mortgage payment, what would your hero do? So we're talking today about what does it take? What would your hero do if you were wired to win, if both of you stood side by side in your life to deal with the situation, to sit in this staff meeting, to have this conversation with a teenage child, to have this conversation with a seven-year-old, to have this conversation with your spouse. You're going to take on a problem. You're going to solve something. Are you wired so that you're worried about getting hurt so you're going to defend yourself? Are you wired to avoid getting crushed so you don't put yourself out there? You're, you're not game on, 100%, level 10, into the moment, trying to succeed with that opportunity. So when you think about it, you can be wired to win, you can think like a winner, you can feel like a winner, you can use the recipes of a winner, and that happens no matter what. And if you were to do that today, no matter where you found yourself struggling in life, no matter what level of success you've already achieved, you can get more. You can be a virtuoso in your life. There are rules and laws to it. Or you can believe that this is just a bunch of hooey 
and that I'm just some sugary sweet guy that uh, that just has a message that's just not true, just not real, like this one caller thought. I listened to this guy on the radio. I didn't have time to call in because I really wanted to tell him personally, well, how much LSD does this guy eat every day when he goes on there? Makes me want to puke. His trippy, hippie, pie-in-the-sky, wonderful life. You can do this, you can do that. Bull crap. Just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, pie-in-the-sky, wonderful life. What is your life? What are your challenges? This is a great opportunity. Thank you for listening to The Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then, sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this. Now, back to Bill. So one of the other studies, and I got it uh, exclusively, A, because I like Gladwell. He does great stuff. He did Tipping Point. He did Blink. Uh, very outstanding author. I had heard that there was a study on hockey players in this book, The Outliers. And I have a my youngest son, uh, child number four, is uh, in his going to start his third year of, of playing hockey, and he eats, sleeps, drinks hockey. So we got this book. We're going to read the study together on what made a Canadian professional hockey player. So if you were to guess, think about it, tick off in your mind, what would make a Canadian professional hockey player become the professional that he is? Is it uh, faster, bigger, more skill? He's a virtuoso on skates, Um, persistence, uh, works harder, on and on and on. Think of every possible characteristic and what Malcolm Gladwell says in this study about 90% of who they are is one and one thing only. Hold your hats, baby. This is the pie in the sky. You can have a wonderful life piece of it. It's their birthday. When is your birthday? And you're thinking, oh, astrological sign? No, it's not that. It's physically when's your birthday. In Canada, and all their youth hockey leagues, the cutoff is January 1st. So when you're in youth hockey, you must uh, move up or stay in a league, and it's set every two years as a new league based on your birthday. 90% of professional hockey players from Canada are born in the months January, February, and March. That's it. That's it. 90%. And here's what happens. If you're a child born in January, you're playing against kids that are born in December. They're 12 months almost younger than you. So when you're seven years old, you know, when you're 25 and 26, just think about this. There's no difference. Or you're 30 and 29, not much difference. But when you're seven and six or nine and eight, those really critical formative years, the people are told you're, you're really good, you're a virtuoso, they're a year older. You're faster, you're bigger. Coaches like them more, give them more attention, give them more training. They make the all-star teams. They travel more. Parents go, oh, I think I got a winner here. They'll invest more. You got a kid that's a year behind. He's like, well, you're pretty good on skates there, little Billy. But yeah, not so much. So he doesn't get the message of confidence and esteem. He doesn't get the extra training. He doesn't get that level of greatness. 90% of Canadian hockey players 
are born January, February, March. Now, when Malcolm learned this, he went and looked at some other leagues. European soccer is July 1st. So you could run the same equation that you began at the beginning of this. Well, uh, who's a European professional soccer player? He must be bigger, faster, you know, more skilled, more agile with his feet. Nope. Cutoffs July 1st, 90% of European soccer players are born in July, August, and September. And think about this. I even have this as a personal message. I have my oldest son, who's now 27, was born in October. Very, very bright kid. We put him in school a year early, thinking that he's smart and we want to challenge him. Well, he struggled emotionally and maturity-wise. Boys are always behind even if they're in their age group, and he was a year younger, so he was almost two years behind a lot of his counterparts maturity-wise. He had a tough, tough road his whole school career. Son number four, the hockey player, was born in September. We held him back a year. So he started when he was almost completed his sixth year. He went into first grade, and he's done extremely well. Is he smarter, better than my first son? No. We were able to take care of him. And help him. So let's talk to Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Welcome to the Inevitable Radio Show. Hi, Bill. My question is, and don't ever stop your show, because some of us love listening to it. It's our only way to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Please don't stop. um, Anyway, uh, I work in a situation, it's it's a customer service business, and um, there's a of criticism where I work and very little uh, building you up and uh, I have a har- I'm having a hard time dealing with all of the criticism because all the customers you know it's one of those it's like showbiz you know you can please all the people some of the time some of the people all the time but right. you can't all the people all the time right. and uh, we just hear about every little comment and every you know, negative thing, and um, I just have a hard time dealing with it. And I don't, I don't know if that's specific enough. No, that's it's a great question, Sharon. Um, have you ever listened to a show where I talk about a, a tool called associating and disassociating? Uh, no. Very quickly, we do this naturally today. When we associate to something, let's say you had an argument, and it could have been a year ago. When you associate, you. Feel the argument all over again. What he said, how you felt. You can hear his voice. Everything that's happened. If you ever touch that memory in your mind, you're fully associated to it, meaning it's as emotionally intense as the day that it happened. Yet there's other things that happen that when you touch the memory, even though they were very upsetting at the time, there's no emotional content to them. That's called dissociating. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So here's what you do. You have the ability in real time to listen to negative criticism, have an emergency crisis be happening, and be completely dissociated and divorced from the emotional content. You do it today in your memory. So again, a year ago argument, you touch it in your memory, it has no emotional connection. Or maybe something comes up and you have the ability to completely, fully emotionally charge that memory, right? Yeah, okay. 
Do that in your present conversation if you're dealing with incredibly negative feedback. Because sometimes if it's really incredibly negative feedback but it doesn't particularly bother you, you won't have the emotional reaction. And sometimes it could be just the slightest little thing, but if your emotional reaction is large, it feels like a terrible thing just happened to you, doesn't it? Yeah. That's because how this moment is experienced for you is based on the emotional content or the emotional connection that you are choosing consciously or unconsciously or permitting to take place. So if your boss or the person on the phone is having an incredibly emotionally negative experience, most people tend to accept that and associate to that, and all of a sudden it's incredibly negative for them too. But, But you have the ability to be in the presence of somebody who's incredibly emotionally charged and be completely dissociated from it. And you have the opportunity for the few times that you have good emotions to incredibly charge them and take an okay moment and make it incredibly positive. So what you discover is during the course of your day, as this goes up and down, it's going up and down based on the environment, but you have the ability to completely dissociate the environment and associate exactly what you want your day to be. Will you think about this and play with that this week? And Sharon, will you promise to call me next week? Okay, I sure will, Bill. And let me know how it goes because I got 30 seconds. I got to run. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. My best to your husband as well. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye bye. This is the inevitable radio show. You have far more ability, far more access. You can take thoughts, beliefs, actions, words, and deeds and wire yourself to win. Thank you for listening to The Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this.